And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Hey, it's Sam Amick from The Athletic, and you can listen to me, Fred Katz, and Anthony Slater break down the inside story of what is happening in the NBA. Latest news, trades, signings, all of the above. Latest action on the floor. Be sure to listen and subscribe to The Athletic NBA Show and listen to Tampering every Tuesday. Want an easy way to stay up to date with the latest news and trends in the NBA? Listen to the NBA Daily Ding podcast Monday through Friday, Wake up and turn up the NBA Daily Ding to stay informed on all things NBA here at The Athletic and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to The Athletic NBA Show. Monday through Friday on The Athletic Podcast Network. You know, getting back to 100%, it's impossible. I don't think I'll ever get back to 100% in my career. Bruh. New York strip steak? Ooh. This is the Basketball Buds. Braised beef short ribs? Dang! With Zach Harper and your favorite Athletic writers. Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host, Zach Harper. We got Jade Hoy producing. We got Law Murray in the house, Trevon Edwards, Dave DeFour. Jay King is somewhere at a wedding. We don't know. Uh, but coming up on today's show, we've got play-in tournament scenarios, playoff scenarios, and none of them are hypothetical. We have the actual matchups. After a long and compacted and chaotic NBA season has adjourned Sunday night. So, guys, let's get into it. The NBA got the best possible scenario for the play-in tournament. Lakers, Warriors, at 10 o'clock Eastern on Wednesday night. (laughs) 10 o'clock Eastern, Wednesday night. The Lakers and the Warriors will will go off in front of West Coast viewers and then maybe like nine people on the East Coast. But, Trey, I'll start with you. The Lakers find their way into the play-in tournament. They could be the first play-in tournament team to ever win a championship. They get the Warriors. (laughs) Steph Curry's been on fire. Draymond Green's been amazing. Andrew Wiggins has been competent. The role players are playing well. So what do you expect out of this one-game series between the Lakers and the Warriors? I see the Lakers steamrolling this. Right? Yeah, I know. Because it might be <laughs> like, anticlimactic. Like, I, like I, I get that we believe on both ends, but quit playing. These these guys are locked in. Um, I think Steph is going to put on a performance. I think Draymond is going to do his best to, you know, help him out. But I don't think they got enough firepower to beat the Lakers. Yeah, Dave, what what – what can we realistically expect the Warriors to put up a fight? They have played really well to end the season, but it does seem like they're destined to have to take the Grizzlies down again just to make the postseason. I mean, the Lakers are a better team with more talent if everybody's available and healthy. And, and you know, LeBron has looked pretty good, although he did leave the game tonight that we just watched limping. And so you hope that that's not an issue. But if they're healthy, man, the Lake look, the Lakers should win the title. I don't care what seed they're in. So they should definitely stomp the Warriors Wednesday night on Cinemax or whatever this is. I don't know. Is it an X-rated game that they're playing so late? TV, yeah. I mean, (laughs) that game is going to end at like 1 o'clock Eastern. It's just – that's insane. But, yeah, the the Lakers should roll through that game. It should not be an issue for them. You know, even with the lack of chemistry, you saw – there were moments in the game where it just looked like the Globetrotters were playing – those guys are just they're they were playing with their food in that game to a certain degree. I think they're ready. And to a certain, you know, like there, there's a certain part of me that feels like they really milked this thing to get everyone to fall asleep and to not worry about them so much. And, and it still didn't work because everyone tried to tank their way out of playing the Lakers. The Lakers are gonna roll. We, it's over. We are. But if they but if they still won, I love chaos. If the Warriors can still well, win. it's the one I, game, hey. right? That's the thing, Trey. Like you know, I mean, that's the fun part right? about it. Single elimination to me, that's the best thing. Like the best way a basketball tournament can go is single elimination. We all know March Madness is amazing because of it. We get these great buzzer beaters. You win or you go home. Now, in this instance, it's not win or go home, but it's still one game. And Steph Curry can, you know, he can go for fifty in three quarters in one game. Okay, you, so you know, 
so Law, how many points does Steph have to score in this game against the Lakers in order for the Warriors to advance? I mean, shoot, he averaged 31. And we got to remember on MLK Day, you know, while everybody was getting their uh, getting their knowledge up about how we can be a better world and everything, he had 26 in that game and they came back and won. Like, I, we are we know what we're going to get out of Steph Curry. It's, it's about everybody else and whether or not they can catch the Lakers on a, on a, on a bad night. So, I mean, Steph can, Steph can play his game. It's going to be, to me, about how the rest of those guys – can defend the the Lakers if they can if they can find a way to defend LeBron AD uh, Dennis Schroeder then they can steal it uh, like they did on them okay day if not then you know they'll get blown out and we'll be talking about the Lakers as a seven seed oh I, I do think this is gonna be an ugly ass game right these are two really be. good defensive teams it's gonna mm-hmm. be ugly that's what I was about to say I'm I, much more worried yeah. about the Warriors being able to score you know it's Steph Curry yeah and who else? You know, I mean, Wiggins, you're getting Jordan some, Poole, good, take get some pick, good minutes man. from Poole. Like, right. And yeah. Wiggins has been really good the last, like, you know, half season or whatever. But it's Steph Curry. Marcus and, Thompson and Ethan Strauss every week yapping in my ear like, no, Jordan Poole deserves more shots. I'm like, Come on, he does. Like, sure. Um, but, you know, now it's the playoffs. So good luck. Uh, Alex Caruso has had an all NBA defense caliber season. Right, the, the Lakers oh. defense. Alex Caruso has been awesome this you know year. You know they only, you know they only have two teams and not nine teams, right? What are you talking about? Yeah, he's been fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I don't even think Dang, that's a, is, how's that a hot no. take? What? That he's no. been all defense caliber. That's yeah, crazy. absolutely. Alex Caruso has been absolutely. He's been awesome. Point of attack defender for the best defense Name in the league. Name your four guards. Name your four I, guards. I, I know oh, it's Tuesday in New York, I, I but I'm not that sleepy. kind of caliber. I'm not sitting <laughs> making a list of the teams. I'm just saying he's been one of the best guard defenders. And I forget. I forget that occasionally everyone on this show decides to be pedantic. But Alex Caruso can play really, really good defense. And the Lakers have been the best defense in the be league. Hyperbolic. What are you well, talking it's, about? It's, like, it's like, generalities it's, because we haven't voted on All NBA, so I don't know if he's going to win it this year. But I think he should be I can in the conversation. How's that? Well, yeah, I don't I have can a vote. Guarantee but you, he you won't. do. So you didn't vote for him, but maybe other people well, did. I could vote for him. He's still not going to make it. I like, bet he's, he's going to get votes, though. Is what I am saying. Is that, is that he fair? Got all, he, he got All Star votes, and you know, uh, okay, the same dude who voted for Andre Drummond last year. He's probably oh, the same dude. Right. Well, and last now if I'm being mentioned with him, then, then sure I'm Caruso absolutely wrong. But <laughs> I hope Drummond gets votes. He didn't again, rebound enough for to get that guy's vote for Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> if he had averaged nine or ten rebounds a game, then yeah. But look, Caruso has been excellent defensively this year. The Lakers sure. team has been awesome. You know, Kyle sure. Kuzma. I know, like it's funny because. You can tell who watches the Lakers and who doesn't by how they talk about Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma had a really good season. The Lakers are good and can defend. The Warriors are going to struggle, I think, in one game. And so, you know, it's going to be a lot of what does LeBron look like? You know, hopefully, that again, that ankle is nothing. And then, you know, what is Anthony Davis looking like? How do the Wizards beat the Celtics in their playing tournament for the 7-8? Winner gets the 7 seed. Trey, how do like is this all about whether or not Bradley Beal is healthy or are the Celtics whole enough to like really be able to compete? Because it is going to come down to Jason Tatum and Kemba versus Russ and probably Beal if Beal's but Beal's hamstring looked terrible today on Sunday. Like he like he was struggling to score, um, struggling to get to get back, like struggling to defend because that hamstring was was pretty rough. Yeah, I think it just depends on the health of both teams, honestly. Like <laughs> The, the the two players that they really need obviously are banged up. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 what it comes down to. Like Kimball Walker, you know, they need him to do to, to be a portion of himself. You right. know what I mean? And and Russell Westbrook needs Bradley Bill to, you know, be not a shell of himself, but to be himself in order to get past, you know, this banged up Celtics team. So um I don't I don't think it works in anybody's favor. It's just about who wants it more. And I think I don't like to bet against Russ too much, man, in these type of situations. I think I like the Wizards in this game, man. Yeah, really if they, do. you know, because they don't have Jalen. You know, this is the thing. If Jalen Brown was there, I'm, oh, it's over, yeah, right? We're right. not even, we're not even having this conversation. But Russ in elimination game and just Tatum, Tatum could either be hot or it can be cold, and that's the, that's the, that's what I don't like. You know what I'm saying? But with Russ, he gonna give his all, good or bad. He might take some bad shots. But he 
he he rather he rather leave it all all on the floor and he gonna he gonna give his all. So I I like his chances in this situation against this Celtics team. Is anybody taking the Celtics here? <laughs> nope. The, re- the, the main <laughs> nope. reason I don't trust the Celtics is because I think they've had less time to get used to the team that that they have to be right now. Like the Jalen Brown yeah. injury. I mean, yeah, they've been rocky all season. They've had guys in and out all season. Clearly, they haven't handled it that part great. But the Wizards, even with with Bradley being a little a little off, like I I think Bradley and, and Russ, they've done a good job having the partnership needed with the with the team that they wound up having. And I think there's more of a likely chance that you're going to see what that team looks like compared to how Boston's basically going to roll out. Jason and Fournier and Kemba without Jalen Brown, without proven, without any kind of depth, really, uh, without any kind of identity up front. Uh, Washington, for what it's worth, they have that. And so, um, I mean, Jason probably has the higher ceiling uh, due to Bradley not not being at 100%. But overall, Washington might be the better team based on how both teams are playing over the last 10 days or so. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I don't know how Boston contends with Robin Lopez in this game. Uh, <laughs> I mean, or how about Gafford? Like, how are they going to get him out of yeah, the play like defensively? Gafford's too, too athletic for him, right? Yeah. And and if you're playing Tristan Thompson with Gafford out there, that's not helping him at all. And this is yeah. where they really are going to miss Daniel Tice. That money, yeah, for you sure. know, just really uh, bit him. Imagine I mean, having this, all like, those picks and being like, we miss Daniel Tice in May. That's a damn shame. <laughs> Mm, that's, that's rough. Um, I will say this: like, if if Beal plays and he's not himself, having Marcus Smart on him could completely blow that whole thing up. Now, maybe you need to switch Marcus Smart over to Russ at some point, and then that allows Beal to to get going a little bit. But that is a matchup where, if it comes down to it's just Russ versus Tatum, I I don't know who to take in that series. I'm just I'm just assuming Beal or that series in that one game. I'm just assuming Beal is going to be healthy enough to be a factor. And maybe I'm underselling I, the Celtics and Tatum there. I don't know. You know, I'm hoping that with a couple of days, you know, he looked okay in spots. I mean, he clearly was was laboring a little bit, but I'm hoping with a couple of days he feels a little better. But I, I'm with you. I, that's the hard part to yeah. handicap. If Beal can play, and we know how hamstrings can go, he might look great. Yeah. yeah. All right. How do I get America to care about Grizzly Spurs or Hornets Pacers? You, Grizzly Spurs could sneakily be the the most exciting game. It, it may not be the game with all of the stars, and although it does have well, right. a lot of no, young I guys, think, I but think, I think basketball lovers will will be in. But I don't know how I get the look, general public to care. Yeah, I mean, if you look, if you love Dylan Brooks, there's gonna be a lot of Dylan Brooks in this game. <laughs> it's gonna be it's a lot of Dylan Brooks in every game. Well, hey, if you ask Dylan, Dylan Brooks, Brooks, it's not is enough. A gunner. <laughs> Dylan Brooks is a gunner who doesn't make shots. Like <laughs> he shot def- like thirty eight percent this he year. He defended from the, the hell out of Steph today. I, I th- yeah, he I was, did. It no, was he was really good. Yeah, I think he's a way <laughs> better defender than an offensive player. <laughs> Draymond baited him into that uh, into that sixth foul and then just called him stupid. Just oh, stupid. Man. Like I felt so bad for him at that point. Um, but I, I think Ball it's gonna be a great game. Put on the show, right? Oh yeah, like, I mean he'll be fun. And, you know, it's funny how that worked out. It's almost like, I mean, it's, the Pacers aside, like, you know, you've almost were, gotten, you know, like these showcase games to a certain degree because the Grizzlies yeah. and Spurs, that's next. You know, the, the Grizzlies aren't going anywhere. And the Spurs, like we saw what they've got now. That's that is next. That's kind of cool the way that it worked out, like where the you've you've created these wild card spots. And younger players are getting an opportunity to kind of cut their teeth in the playoffs. I mean, it's fake playoffs, but still, it's playoff action. I might All be right, in a minority, but I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing. Uh, this might be Demar's last last showcase before free agency. I mean, I know he's a known commodity, but uh, you know, with a chance for just a chance to do something special this week, I'm I'm excited to see how he comes out. I mean, he could put on a show, and I am interested to see DeJounte Murray on John Morant. That could be a fun little, like, basketball nerd matchup there because DeJounte is, you know, his wingspan doesn't really end, and he's so good defensively. And Ja, you know, that you saw the Warriors were just blatantly disrespecting his jumper. Yeah. And, right? and like, I, I, I wonder if the Spurs kind of adopt that a little bit. I don't know if you've noticed, but Ja is settling for those floaters. 
instead of getting yeah. all the way to the hoop a lot more lately. I wonder if, you know, if he's starting, whether it's fatigue or maybe that ankle's a little sore. And yeah, you're right. DeJounte is going to be on him like a blanket. Yeah. All right. It's time to play our favorite game on Basket Buds. Fraud or not? In law, we're going to start with you. Clippers and Nuggets. Frauds or not for clearly ducking the Lakers? Clearly trying to duck the Lakers. The Nuggets gave that game away to the Blazers, and then the Clippers could not be outdone by not just resting, but then giving up a game to the Thunder. So fraud or not for both the Clippers and the Nuggets, Law? You know what? I'm going to say that neither one, ne- neither one are frauds. Neither one. I can't, I can't put that on either one because in the case of the, in, in the case of the Nuggets, it's like they're probably going to have to go through a very difficult Portland Trailblazers team. You know, that's the three, that's the three, six matchup that they have. And they didn't want to show too much uh, from that team. You know, they're going to see them in the playoffs. It's like, why are you going to go all out against a team that's going to go all out against you when you face them a week later? And then as far as the Clippers go, they're never going to win a narrative battle. You know, like <laughs> their goal isn't going – they, they That's a fair point. Look, didn't Jared, didn't Jared Dudley say Clippers could win the next 10 championships and it was – you know, that's not going to change anything in L.A.? I yeah. mean, Jared could have said the Lakers could be the worst team in the NBA for five years and they could still get LeBron James. That's something that actually happened. So, <laughs> it, it's, uh, look, the Clippers, their goal is to win a championship. It's like they're probably going to have to face the Lakers at some point. They shouldn't be celebrating or looking to see the Lakers. You know, I can see how people who are looking at it from a Lakers uh, point of view are like, no, nah, we want to see them early. We want to see them now. It's like that's not that shouldn't be the Clippers priority. Uh, it should be being healthy and having no excuses for however the first round goes, which they could still lose that. Uh, so I'm I'm not. I don't have the energy to call either one of these teams frauds. Not on this program. <laughs> Trey, Clippers and Nuggets, frauds or not? Uh, frauds to what point? For to ducking the Lakers. For ducking the Lakers. Oh, Nuggets are frauds for sure. <laughs> they ducked. For sure. Wait, but they I, think, I love that they're like, we're starting our guys. And then after the first quarter, like, yeah, we're good. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah, I, I really don't want to do this. <laughs> what are we doing here, guys? You know, it was like, ah, you know what? My bad. They couldn't make their mind up. I, I know they really couldn't. It's like they I were changing think their the mind. Clippers like, really wanted that fade, though. I really think the Clippers was ready for that fade, straight up. And that would have been in, that would have been really fun and entertaining. But the Nuggets, what they pulled, was, I, I was just like, "What?" I thought they sat some people. When I looked at the score. I was like, "Oh man, no. this is crazy." They did. They, they just, just sat on the court. Right, and yeah. the crazy thing about it, I seen a tweet about like Jokic not missing a game. He missed tonight. <laughs> he missed tonight, even if he was suited up. He missed tonight. This shit. This would don't count. He played, played seventy one games. He played seventeen minutes, scored twenty one points, but he missed the game. <laughs> I love D N P playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D N P Lakers. Um, yeah. Dave. Frauds or not for the Clippers and the Nuggets both trying to duck the Lakers. I mean, listen, obviously it's a smart move. I just hate it, you know, because it's, it's so cynical and it's stuff that we don't like in sports. You know, like, I, there's a point where we you can make the argument it's too smart. And then you get into the tanking conversation, which was the other part of this equation that Oklahoma City, like internally, at least didn't want to win that game. I guarantee they didn't want to it was win a game. it was a tankathon struggle. You know, I mean, they pulled. Teo Maladon because he's too good to play in a game that they want to lose. And, you know, look, that's a bad, that's a bad thing. And I hate that that happened here when this play in, in the wild card, which I'm just calling it because it's the only way people actually understand it. It has been awesome. And it has created like 10 days of really exciting games that actually matter. And sucks that it came down to that. But overall, I think you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater but they definitely can work something out to make that not happen. I, like they got to find a way. I don't know what it is. Maybe you have to like ban communication with the bench. I don't, I don't know how you figure it out, but it was, a, it was a bummer. I was really hoping we might get a real game out of one of these, but it would have been cool to get a real game out of blazers. Nuggets. nuggets. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Dame versus that w- Jokic. That would have been cool. Yeah, for sure. And now we're going to um, get seven. So yeah, no, well, yeah. At least we'll, get, we'll get seven of it. Oh, 
Oh, this thing's going the distance, baby. It is, it is for sure. And, and both teams are, are scoring 300 points a game. <laughs> this is <laughs> no one's playing defense in this series. I can't wait for it. Um, I think uh, I'm trying to th- see which one I respect more in terms of being frauds for tonight. And we're just strictly talking about tonight in Duck and the Lakers. I think I almost respect the Clippers because they just said, no, 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 no. We're, we're not playing our guys, right? The Nuggets, that was sneaky fraud. Actually, you know what? No, I respect the Nuggets fraudulence more. I respect it more because they were like, hey, we're playing our guys. We don't duck anything. We go to win every game. And then after the first quarter, they're like, we're good. You know what well, we I'm call done. that, Zach? We, over on Nerder, we would call that organizational alignment. You even got the players in on this. Right. And I think I think you could do enough there where you're like, hey, Jokic, like, we're playing, see? Just like you didn't like us doing that a couple of years ago. Now look at us. Now we're playing. And then after the first one, like, you scored a bunch of points, Nikola. Take the take the rest of the night off. You did good. We'll we'll throw out uh, you know, Van or Kankar and JaVale McGee. We'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do we'll throw those guys out there. Hope you like Marcus um, Howard. The funniest the, the the funniest thing about this whole thing is though. I mean, the first round is the first round, is whatever. But depending on what happens with Lakers Warriors, both of those teams, either the Nuggets or the Clippers, they could they could see the Lakers in the second round. Yeah, you know, the, the Clippers as the four, you know, if they survive Dallas, and let's say the Warriors, they find a way to knock off the Lakers, and Lakers got to you know settle for eight by beating Memphis or San Antonio, then you got that semifinals. That <laughs> you know? would be actually that um, would be super. Funny. That would be crazy. That would be funny if if the Lakers purposely throw the seven eight game so that they can then so they line up the say, no, Clippers, you're not ducking us yeah well i mean that's the thing yeah. right is because the lakers look they're good enough to do this they're good enough to say yeah. we don't want to beat the warriors we're going to beat memphis or san antonio so they literally can and i think they're good enough to beat the warriors so they get to choose do you want to play phoenix or do you want to play utah also also this whole conversation so far has been wildly dis- disrespectful to Phoenix and Utah. Absolutely. And I recognize that, Absolutely. but then's the breaks. That's well, what happens when you end look, up with the Lakers going against you. How many times has Mo told you that Phoenix is a paper tiger? It's only so long before he starts to win you over. And you see oh, the, the issues. You start thinking about Mo the inexperience. <laughs> Utah is a whole nother story. I, I think Utah is tougher than we're going to give them credit for. Certainly tougher than you're going to give them credit for, uh, Zach. No, I, no, I, I'm worried about I'm worried about Utah showing up with Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley having not played in a while. That's the that's their that's problem. Where, that's right? why I, that's why I worry about them in the first round. Not are they good enough? It's that will Donovan Mitchell be in good like if it takes him a couple of games to get back to being Donovan Mitchell, those might be a couple of losses. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. That's the thing uh, yeah. I worry about with Utah in the first round. And honestly, that's what that's what happened to them last year. You know, last year Utah was the six, uh, but that six three with uh, with Denver was pretty close. Mm-hmm. But you got to remember, Mike Conley wasn't back in the bubble yet uh, on paternity leave. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell was great in game one, but he had all the mistakes at the end of game one trying to play point guard. They dropped that game before they take the 3-1 lead. I know everybody remembers only one team for blowing a 3-1 lead last year, but the Jazz did it first. And part of the reason why they probably could have swept the Nuggets, but they had game one issues. They had issues as far as what kind of team they were at the start. That possibly could be the case against a first round against either the Warriors or the Lakers, more than likely. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it so much against the Warriors because I do think ultimately they're just way too talented. 
um, for that Warriors team. Although obviously Steph is going to strike fear in a lot of people, but I do think like against the Lakers, if Donovan isn't like good right away and Conley isn't good right away, I think that could be a huge issue um, for, I guess for, for either possibility, but especially if the Lakers somehow end up in the eight seed, I think that's, I think that could spell disaster. And then you're just going to get nothing but, Oh, see, the Jazz were frauds all along. It's like, oh, I don't know if it's that simple, but I, you know, I guess that's also well. That's what it breaks I mean, with that. You're not. It's right. not going to stop you from saying it. Um, <laughs> Come on. Me? No, yeah. I'm. I, it's. I'm, well, no, no, I'm no, I meant calling, generally people like oh, yeah, the royal you. Yeah, yeah, fraud. Yeah. That's all I'm calling. Well, I'm just go. calling him a fraud. Yeah, there you go. But, uh, but um, you know, I right. think this year though, like the one thing that we can take away from this is that you know, like we had this a very. Um, I, I would say that this season had a lot of parity. Right. Like in, in, in outcome, but not in talent. And we're about to see because, you know, teams are hopefully getting healthier and, and the protocols, it seems like we're on the other side of that. And we're not going to have to worry about that too much. We're going to see what these teams are at full strength. And, and if the Lakers are healthy, man, like it's a wrap. Yeah. I, yeah. If they're healthy, I don't, I don't see anyone really challenging them. Yeah. Um, all right. So how do we feel about this Nuggets Blazers first round series? Dave, you implied maybe a five-game series. I'm assuming no, in no, the no. Nuggets' favor. I, I, no, I think it could, the Nuggets but also could be like it could be a great five-game series, right? right? I think the Nuggets um, will win. I, I just don't. I, I don't know if you know picking five to seven games is tough because the, I think the talent level in these teams, especially with Murray out, is a lot closer than it would be if yeah. Murray was in. And the Blazers um, are pretty healthy, right yeah. Now, and right? and like, they've had the best offense in the league since the since the trade deadline. And they've been the last month, month and a half, they've been middle of the pack defensively. So, you know, they're doing yeah. just enough on defense that their excellent offense is able to carry them. Now, the problem is that the Nuggets can score with anybody. And, yeah. and you know, they added more versatility and, and obviously their defense even got a boost. So, I mean, I think the Nuggets are a better team. They likely take it in six. Yeah, I think I would go Nuggets in either six or seven. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like Trey, am I am I discounting this Blazers team too much and thinking that they probably won't win the series? Yeah, I think Dame, Norm, and CJ are capable of doing some things. Um, but the Nuggets are good, and I won't I won't disrespect them like that. Um, but I do like I like the call for six. You know, I, I do think that they can get by, but like. I, I don't need Blazers fans in my mentions saying like, you know, you're stupid because <laughs> I think that the Blazers are good enough to, to also beat them too. Like I don't, I, do I don't too, think yeah. it's a, I don't think it's an easy matchup. I think it's a good matchup, a good first round matchup for everyone, for both parties. Yeah. Law. I think the issue for me is if Jokic gets Nurkic in foul trouble, what the hell do the Blazers do? Right. And I think he can easily get right. him in foul trouble. Like, Cause they've been, they've actually been a pretty good defense with, Nurkic on the floor this season, albeit a smaller sample than you'd like because of the injury. But, um, but if he gets if he gets Nurkic in foul trouble, they they go to Cantor. Like my God, that's going to be brutal. Yeah, and the the main the main issue with Portland in any series in the postseason is they found out real quick that they have a severe lack of playable uh, options. I mean, they've been playing an eight man rotation for about three weeks now. Yeah. And at the same time, though, I think that Denver's lack of depth, losing a guy like Thrill, everyone's going to focus on Jamal Murray. Jamal's been, Jamal hasn't been a part of this team for a month. I mean, we want him to be back and in, in, in good shape. But as far as this postseason, Jamal's they they figured out how to play without Jamal. But not having uh, a guy like Will Barton, a scoring option on the perimeter, not having a guy like even PJ Dozier, someone who can slow down uh, the Norm Powell, Dame Lillard, CJ McCollum, Triumvirate, that's going to probably score about 60, 70 points in every one of these playoff games. That's, I think, is going to hurt Denver the most. And so I don't think Denver put that team together with Portland in mind. And so I think Portland, the fact that they've been playing the playoff rotation for a while, I think they're better suited for this series right now than Denver is. How many? Oh man, I forgot about Will Barton's injury. Is he is he coming back, or is he is he he's, out? He's going to come back at some point, but yeah. a hamstring oh, is a hamstring. Right, he, exactly. Remember, this is not the first time he's been dealing with it. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot about the Will Barton yeah. injury. Oh man, I might be talked into Blazers here. I know. Uh oh. Oh, I think Jokic still. No, man, I think Jokic still owns it, man. 
It, this uh, is a different Jokic. It's a different Jokic. This guy's different. I, I no, think Jokic I'm owns the series. In. Dave, I'm sucked in. I'm going Blazers in seven. Oh my god. I've been I've been tricked. I'm going. Oh man, I, this is going to sound so stupid when the Nuggets win in five. But I'm going Blazers in seven. <laughs> also, how many minutes into game one before Dame gets like gets into it with Compazzo? Oh man, that's probably happening before the tip. It's going to be great. <laughs> Oh, look, the back and forth in this is going to be really so interesting. annoying to every oh, yeah. single guard in the league. Like, they hate that dude. Not just guards. <laughs> Not just guards. <laughs> I love watching him, man. He's so much fun. You know, He's the, so irritating. The Michael Porter matchup for Portland is going to be interesting because I, I guess that, you know, what, Robert Covington guards him? I guess you put Cov on him, yeah. Ooh, good luck with that one. Yeah, he's going to. Yeah, because Covington's think, not been that good. No. He'll probably get torched. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be great. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Yeah. All right, let's go to Clippers Mavs. Is there any reason, Law, to think that this won't be a a remix and a replay of last season's series? Yeah, there is. And and the main reason is the Dallas Mavericks have oddly matched up pretty well against the Clippers offense for most of this season. Um, they just have a, they, they have a lot of length in some unorthodox places. I think they got really comfortable in the games, even the game that the Clippers beat the Mavericks in, uh, in March. Uh, it, it was kind of a slog and just that factor alone. I think it's, it's going to be like Dallas spent the whole off season, the whole you know, beginning of of, uh, of this regular season, knowing that they had to be better than the team that they lost to in, um, last year in the playoffs. So this, yeah, this will be different. Uh, Luke is going to be a real challenge for the Clippers defense. But then on the other side, you know, it's going to come back to how much are those three-pointers for the Clippers going to fall? If they fall, then the Clippers should be okay. But I, have, I just got my concerns because Dallas is mucked these games up uh in the regular season against the Clippers this year yeah Dallas has not been as bad defensively I think as I kind of just assume they are but I also think this Clippers offense has just been so different under Ty Lue that Dave like I I might not be giving the Mavericks enough credit here I just don't see how they how they hang with them offensively I I think I think the Clippers are gonna probably win this in five like they're just a better team than they were last year they're more solid I, I think adding Rondo has been big for them 
the health stuff all year, I don't know how much that's actually been an issue because every time somebody comes back in the lineup, it doesn't seem like they've missed a beat. And, and the yeah. Mavs, man, you know, that team is hot or cold. And not knowing what Porzingis you're going to get, you know, they're, they're starting Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxi Kleba a lot. Those are guys that, you know, you hope are like your sixth and seventh man. And, and you know, maybe you start one of those guys, hopefully. But they just don't have the talent. Josh Richardson hasn't worked out great for them. I, I do, like, I agree with Law that they are good at mucking up these games. And obviously, Luka gives them a chance. But, man, I, I just think the Clippers have another gear that we haven't quite seen yet. Trey, what do you think out of this series between the Clippers and the Mavs? Clippers. I think I think Luca gonna do what Luca could do though. I you think know, Luca will get him a game or two. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's gonna be fun to watch, but I, I'm not gonna disrespect the Clippers like that. Yeah, you know, um, this but this is a, this is on the Clippers. You know, if y'all want to play around, if y'all want to, you know, I didn't see some teams <laughs> get hot on them, and all of a sudden they want to point fingers. So this is really on them. But overall, I don't see them losing this one. Uh, yeah, now, if, if they matched up with Portland, I would have picked Portland. I think I would have no picked lie. Portland too. Portland versus the Clippers. I feel like Dame just got them by the just by the, yeah. the throat. Yeah, that but this one, I, I really, I really like um, the Clippers in this matchup. Yeah, I think Lucas, Luca, but Luca's gonna ball for sure. Yeah, Luca's gonna be great. I, I have the same concerns about Chris Stapps for Zingas though. Like, I just man, I don't know what you expect out of him at this point. He I, should be a matchup nightmare for that Clippers and he was. team, and I just don't see how what how That's it happens the thing. consistently. He was, and I, yeah. I look. I think the Mavericks would have won that series had he had he been healthy. The matchup. I want to disagree. I want to disagree, but we saw how the Clippers right. fell apart yeah, <laughs> in the but, next series. So I don't know. Like maybe maybe you're right. I don't know. Well, Porzingis is is the guy that he's the X factor in the series, and it's such a lame yeah. and cliche thing to say that the guy who can barely play you know, five games in a row is the X factor, but it's true. If he's doing Porzingis stuff the way that we know he can, then they can win. But I just know he's been, yeah, I know he's been dealing with injuries and he, and he just recently came back, but like how much would Serge Ibaka change that from last year? And that's, that's the big X factor for them is that they have this different thing. Like they can play a five out now for real. And not to mention they can bang with you a little bit too, because they can go double big with Ibaka and Zubac. So I mean, yeah. I, I like the Clippers a lot. I, I think the Clippers have a, a, a I, good I'd be shot. shocked. I'd be. Sh- what was that? I'd be shocked if we saw Zoo and oh, Surge not in this series. No, 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 not in this series. That just mean overall. Yeah. I like the Clippers a lot because I feel like they added some flexibility there. Um, and Ibaka's, yeah. you know, let's see how he looks in the playoffs. Yeah, Law. How how healthy is he? He looks for a guy who's been out for two months, uh, and actually, we, he pretty much uh, revealed. Friday night that he's been dealing with this back issue ever since he started the season, which, you know, that's comforting, but um, his return has been successful. I mean, he was one of the few Clippers who actually played tonight and it's not just that he's playing and running up and down the floor. He's grabbing offensive rebounds. He's defending on the perimeter, which is probably sometimes more taxing for a big than just staying in the paint and, and uh, protecting the rim and everything. So, um, his minutes, his him actually playing and his activity while he's out there, that's a positive sign that until something flares up, you can't use that as an excuse. So he's ready to go for the postseason just like the rest of these guys should be. Okay, and then I guess I have to ask, although maybe you just answered it there, Kawhi and PG, they good to go? They're good. Okay. They're good. Unless something stupid happens in practice this week, they're going to be all right. Which you never know. Um, all right. Let's go to uh, the 4 5 matchup in the East. As we all expected from uh, this preseason, Knicks Hawks 4 5 matchup in the Eastern Conference. Trey, do you believe in the defense and the culture of the Knicks under Tom Thibodeau? Or can Ice Trey absolutely light these guys up? Who do you like in this series? Man, Ice Trey's going to have fun in the garden, but I'm riding with the New York Knicks in the defense. I think the Knicks get out of the first round and then just get clapped after that. But <laughs> but, but we need that big energy out here. You know hey, man, that's, a, that's an the accomplishment, boroughs. right? Getting clapped in yeah, the second yeah, yeah. round, that's farther than we thought they'd do. That'd be the best Absolutely. banner they've hung up you know. in forever. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I mean, just the vibe out here is just different. Everybody's happy. Both teams are in the playoffs, and, you know, obviously this is a Knicks town, but 
I, I like their chances against, you know, the Hawks because they just play defense. But Trey Young got a chance to, you know, do something special if it's if he, you know, if he can. I know um is that Nate McMillan? Yeah. 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 Nate Mc, yeah, yeah, Nate yeah, McMillan. Nate McMillan uh has him taking a lower amount of three point shots. So um it's interesting, you know, he's trying to play a team aspect, but if those guys aren't rolling, they're gonna struggle against that defense. So I like the Knicks in this. Is anybody giving the Hawks a real chance here, or we all have Knicks fever? You know, I don't know. Uh, like I said about the Hawks, like early in the year, if if everybody's healthy and they can get hot, they can score against any team. Even the I mean, even the Knicks, who are really good defensively, they can they can get yeah. hot. Like they've got shooters, they've got playmakers. Clint Capella has been awesome. Yeah, this he's year. been unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, just a crazy season from him. DeAndre Hunter's back. Bogdan has been awesome. Um, yeah, I think that the Hawks, this is going to be a fun series. And it's, it's. I think the Hawks could take a couple of games and potentially win. I think it's going to go seven. I, I think it's it's close enough that we might get seven mm. out of that. Law, talk me out of Nixon six. Yeah, I can't really talk you out of it just because, I mean, I'm worried for the Hawks about how they're going to defend Julius Randle. Um, they absolutely did not during the season do had four two of his 40 point games against them <laughs> and really it comes down to this i actually think the hawks with deandre hunter they do a great job defending the three when he's available yeah. i mean he can defend so uh multiple positions multiple forward spots and i think you know dave mentioned like you can have a guy like deandre um check julius i don't think he was available for uh at least one of those 40 point games julius had but it's it's going to for me. It's going to come down to the next three point shooting. That's what the Knicks really got um, to go on the hot streak that they've been on since about the beginning of April. If they're hitting that three, especially and Julius being the main guy, then that's going to be a tough series. So that's my matchup. Is is Julius and the rest of those guys going to hit the three? If they are, I don't I don't really see Atlanta getting out of this one. All right, guys. You know what the H in chess stands for? Heat. You know what the C in chess stands for? <laughs> Culture. And you know what the Heat did this weekend? They played chess. They said, "Yeah, we could beat the we could beat the the Bucks on Saturday. We could go in there, beat them, get in that four or five matchup, take on the Knicks, beat their ass too." But you know what they decided to do? No, we're going to throw that game. We want the Bucks in the first round. You can't duck us, Giannis. You can't duck us, Bud. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go in there and we're going to show you that it's not a fluke last year. It's happening again. So heat bucks is everyone on this pod rooting for the bucks so that I'll shut the fuck up about the heat. Uh, God, man. No, it's so t- I look, I think, look, I <laughs> no, think the bucks are I'm gonna- going with the heat this year. Oh, and I feel like a traitor, but it is what it is. I don't, I don't like, I don't like the bucks matchup against the heat. So um, I think I'm, Drew holiday changes a lot. From last I do year. too. I, mean, yeah. I do too. I think it would have he been does. Five. He does, and I also have him as defensive player of the year. But um, overall, I still like the Heat, man. They just, Dave. You know, if the Bucks matched up with anybody else, I would like the Bucks. But <laughs> when Miami, nah. hey man, I just Jimmy Butler, bro, and Tyler Heroes. You know what? What would y'all call his haircut? The Lloyd Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> he has he's been playing a lot better he's, since he he's got that playing a lot better haircut, man got right? his white like, listen it's it's, it's a white boy summer he's listen it's a white boy summer it. when he got that cut <laughs> he's what averaging 20 points per game right now bro like that haircut did it all he stopped acting black and it's just the shot just start falling bro oh um, love it jack harlow Oh, modified God. Jack Harlow. I still don't fully know who Jack Harlow is I know that, that I know that's just me being old but um I look, you tell me Bucks are playing the Heat. I say, hey, Heat and five. You tell me Drew Holiday's on the Bucks. I say, whoa, my apologies. Heat and six. Give him a game with Drew. Okay. So I definitely thought you was going to say, <laughs> I definitely thought you was going to say seven or something like that no, because no, no, of no, Drew. No, no. I love Drew, but here's, here's my, here's my concern is I just look, I, I feel the same way about the Bucks as I do with the Clippers, right? I know you're talented enough to win the championship. But I gotta see. I gotta see the mental aspect of it before I buy in. I got fooled before. I'm not getting fooled again. I now I'm in a wait and see mode, 
And so the Bucks are just that. Like I, I trust. Like they have the talent to win the championship. There's no doubt about that. Like they're a more talented group overall, I think, than the Heat. But the Heat have ten times the coach they have, right? And Bud has just not proven himself to be a good playoff coach. Now he. He's changed some things this season. They're playing differently on both ends of the floor. And I do think that sets them up for better success in a postseason scenario. But game to game, you guys trust Bud to make that yeah. make the adjustments? See, that's the issue, right? Like, nope. I do not. That's that's the stuff. So, Dave, right there, mm-hmm. what you said, that's why I can't pick the Bucks because of that man on that sideline. It's the only if thing it that gives me pause. Else, I would believe <laughs> He on a hot seat. He out of here after this. It would be wild to be as successful as they've been in the first three regular seasons under him and then them fire him because like, yo, the playoffs just don't don't work for you. That would be wild. I mean, yeah, coaches have You think the Bucs will less. win the first game? Um, Yeah, actually, yes, I do. Yes, I, and I it's not a steal. Will, I think, you know, I think the Bucs blow them out in the first game. Me too. Yeah. And then we know that Spo is coming back with a change, right? Like he's going he's yeah. gonna to throw something different. And that's going to be the first time we get to see if this year of experimentation has paid off for the Bucs. Right. Because how are they going to respond? Because Miami's going to punch them in the mouth in game two. How are they going to respond? Is it going to be the same old thing where you just give the ball right. to Giannis and run into that wall over and over and over and hope Chris Middleton can bail you out from the mid-range? Or is it going to be what we've seen all year? Are they going to stick to these new principles? I'm excited for it because one way or the other, it's either going to be an epic beating by the Miami Heat, just just really like rubbing their face in it, or it's going to be the evolution of of the Milwaukee Bucks, and that's probably yeah, the team. it'll be a graduation of sorts. Exactly, right? almost like, like I mean, that's I'm a big not test for them, not the same level, but like I remember, you know, I was a Bulls fan. Trey, you, you I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, but like. I hated losing to the Pistons in the playoffs. And so when they finally got past the Pistons, it like felt like something. That might be what this is for the Bucs. If they beat the Heat, they, they could win the title. I will say this. The Drew Holiday aspect of it does actually worry me for the Heat because Drew is a motherfucker. Like Drew, <laughs> yeah, Drew exactly. is not, not going to get sucked into the same shit that, that Eric Bledsoe did. And Drew is a much better player on offense and he's as good, if not better defensively. Right. Mm-hmm. And he can guard more than, than, than Bledsoe can. Like they, I think you can legitimately survive with Drew holiday on Jimmy Butler as the primary defender. When it comes to Drew, you know, to, to your point, Zach, He's going to be the guy who might have to check Jimmy if if Giannis doesn't. Because one thing we saw last year is game one, two, and three of that Heat Bucks series, it came down to the fourth quarter. It was truly either one of those teams' game, and Jimmy Butler and the Heat snatched it every time. Mm-hmm. And each time was more just ridiculous than the last like game one that was the Jimmy Butler fourth quarter takeover where Giannis was like hey it's not my job to say I'm going to check the best guy I'm going to listen to the coach game two it came down to free throws with no time on the clock because they fouled Jimmy Um, game three the Bucks entered that with a double digit lead and Jimmy outscored the Bucks by himself in that third quarter smoked in the fourth quarter dude smoked that's what's different And if it doesn't happen for the Bucs this year, then there is a precedent of a coach being really good with a team for three years and then getting a boot. And that was Flip Saunders in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, God bless Flip Saunders' soul. People don't remember Flip for, the, for his time with the Pistons, but he was both really good. And at the same time, for whatever reason, he lost the, the players, Pistons man. felt like they needed to yep. move on. So, you know, Bud has more I, I feel like bud has has more built in with these guys uh than than maybe flip had back in 08 but that changes if you can't get past this heat team for a second year in a row oh i don't think there's any way any way he'd be back next year if they lost this series oh if they lose in the first round yeah yeah he, he might not make it to the end of the it last could be game, seven like, overtime games and I, I don't i don't see it happening yeah yeah I'm, he's the only one who can leave Right. Everyone else right. is locked yeah. in. Everyone else is expensive and locked in. Um, yeah, I I also think, you know, I don't think you want Giannis on on Jimmy because I think you want Giannis more in help, right? Not yeah. that Giannis can't do it, but, like, if you can have Drew putting up a real fight against Jimmy and making him work and making him take care of the ball and concentrate on that and then have guys like Giannis and Middleton 
with their long ass arms like in the way in help like i do think that's a, a that's a much smarter way to go about it well it's, it's just gonna keep it's just, well, the heat make shots right well the heat make shots they yeah. they made a bunch of shots like they were a great shooting team before the bubble last year and they have not been a good shooting team this year now a lot of that's been injury and guys not unavailable but they still have to prove that they can hit shots this year well, and the wa- and the Bucks are going to let Trevor Reese is the him. new Jay Crowder. <laughs> oh boy, now, did you just get hacked by Jay King? What happened here? I thought he was drunk at a wedding. <laughs> oh man, Bielitsa hasn't worked out the way we expected. Zach, what are you talking about? He scored eleven points in the first quarter against the Pistons tonight. Congrats! Is that the first eleven points up. he scored? <laughs> he might have been. No, I think he scored five before that. So I think he's got points. You know, six yeah. through sixteen there. I, I, I know he had what, like something happened. like eleven. DNP CDs. So, you know, yeah. I really thought that was going to be a good piece for them. Maybe or, they're going to break that that glass and pull him out uh, for this series. Yeah. You know? Let's see if Brooke Lopez can can swim in the deep water. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's what they've been doing. They've just been playing possum with Nemanja Bialica. And as we know, that's Professor Big Shots, right? <laughs> Most of those big shots happen in FIBA, but whatever. It's the same basketball, basically. Not really, but it's it's kind of the same basketball. Uh, all right. Any predictions for, for, for Heat Bucks? I'm going Heat and Six. God, I can't do it. Bucks and six. Oh, I can't do I it. Heat, I, can't I got do heat it. and seven. Heat and seven. I'll heat take and it. six. Wow. Oh my God. There's too many people on my side this time. Last I know. year, I got to yell at everybody. You need to get nervous. I don't like that. Somebody call Jay King. Have I know. Me. I need that right now. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic Podcast or the Athletic NBA show on the Athletic Podcast Network. Uh, for Trevon Edwards, for Law Murray, for Dave DeFore, I'm Zach Harper. Keep it locked in on the Athletic and subscribe for God's sake.